right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Brick by Brick podcast. We have a uh, first of its kind episode for you here today. We are joined uh, by a phase fan, not an optic fan this time. I know the podcast is supposed to be exclusive to optic fans, but my boy Taden, aka Big Body Bands over on Twitter, um, we met at Major One and he's a great dude. I told him we'd get him on at some point. And so here we are. If you want to introduce yourself real quick, Taden. Hey, how's it going? I'm Taden, uh, Big Body Bands. Uh, you know, you know me. Yeah, if you guys know him, you know him. If you've been to a major, how many majors or how many tournaments you've been to or events? Uh, I bet that was my first COD event, and that's the last one I went to. Um, but I've been to a couple of multiple lanes and stuff like that. If you guys meet him, you'd remember him for sure. <laughs> yeah, he, for he's sure. a pretty uh, remember memorable dude. I don't know. Can't word right now. Um, before we really get started, I do want to give a quick shout out to 1v1. Uh, for the sponsor on this one, go over to 1v1.com, use code Astro to get yourself 20% off of anything on their website, whether it be some of their shirts, uh, the tubs, the starter kit. Try it out. If you guys aren't familiar with them, they are a performance gaming drink that uses scientifically based ingredients that actually help you in all the areas that matter when you're gaming or if you're in a tight 1v1 situation, such as focus, uh, reaction time, mental clarity, stuff like that by using a proprietary mushroom blend. If you guys are familiar with like cordyceps or lion's mane mushrooms or anything like that, that is what they are using. So again, go to 1v1.com, order yourself some stuff, try it out. I, it's good stuff. I've been on it for uh, the four months now, I think, <clears throat> something like that. I really like it. And the flavor is super good. So try that out. Uh, so something I ask everybody that comes on the show is what does the green wall mean to you? Obviously, you're a phase fan, not an optic fan. So we'll spin it a little bit and we'll just say, what does phase is there like an actual name for phases fans? Um I feel like there's no, not. I think, I think not I not like the green phases. wall. Like there's not right, right, right. No, I think they just call them phase fans. I mean, I can answer the optic question too. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to say like what is optic and the green wall, but also like what is being a phase fan uh mean to you? Yeah, so like for the the green wall thing, you know, I I have respect for Optic as an organization. Obviously, as a team, I'm going to bet against them because I'm yeah. a Phase fan. But like their 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 organization, that they're definitely like the top dog. Like they they are the cream of the crop. Like Optic is like a great organization. You know, the green wall that that movement is a good movement. I'd say like they they actually interact with their fans a lot, unlike a lot of other orgs. And they actually like keep it like they keep it fresh. They keep it interactive. And the green wall is pretty solid. I'm not going to lie, especially in their home arena. I figured that out the hard way. Uh, they are definitely like unbeatable for sure. Uh, but like for going on to like the phase side, like I think phase is definitely like the, the runner up or even tied for optic um, content wise. I mean, phase good. is the largest organization in the world. <laughs> yeah. If, if you like, go based on following. Right. And like if like content wise phase is for sure. Number one competitive content is like eh, iffy, but like like Fortnite. Uh, yeah, like snipers, trick shining stuff like that. Phase is good. Yeah, Phase's um, content as an organization, yeah, is insane. Insane for competitive COD. It's like eh. it yeah. was good, and then like it falls off. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like the stock market goes up and down. <laughs> yeah, like but like I I was I was always like an optic and phase split fan growing up, and then like I'd say like around Bo four. World War Two, I kind of pushed like fully to phase. And um I and then I liked E United too when it was a org for sure. Yeah. And that's when I that's when I discovered like RCs and stuff. And then he went to phase, so then it just kind of meshed very well. And yeah. yeah. So that's gotcha. pretty much like the phase and the optic stuff for me. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of respect for phase too. Like when they came onto the scene, I didn't like them because I was such a big optic fan, and this is back in like sniping. And I, right. to this day, don't really like trick shotting a lot because a lot of trick shotting videos back then, like they were either set up or it was like you'd, you'd run search and destroy and just wait till there's one guy left. And whether, you know, he was your friend setting up or not, like maps like terminal or high rise, like he would just play along and go stand somewhere. And like your whole squad is just one man army stunning him. I'm like, yeah. okay, like it just didn't <clears throat> showcase skill in my opinion back then and phase like that was such a big part of their content was like trick shotting um ill cam stuff like that 
And so I didn't like them, but I've said this since, like, I think the beginning of this podcast, if at some point, one of the bigger organizations had to branch out and transcend Call of Duty and go into other things. And I am forever grateful that it was not Optic that did it. And they stuck really to their roots for a lot of it. But I am also really grateful that FaZe did it because like somebody had to. And FaZe right, right, right. has done an incredible job. They've transcended um, not just Call of Duty, but gaming and esports. You have people like Brownie James, um, Snoop Dogg. Like they mm. have really become a global entertainment brand, which is also just helping get more eyes on the gaming in general. So, like, it helps everybody. Right. So, a lot of respect for FaZe. And I've, you know, talked to a few guys, I've met a few guys, and like, they're always super chill. Like, I met Temper back in 2013. So oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. when did you? Well, I guess you kind of answered that. You started watch. When did you start watching Phase? You said like Black Ops Four is kind of when like, you transitioned, yeah, but yeah, transition. Like yeah, I mean like like competitive wise, like for Phase, yeah, Bo Four. But like Phase in general, like watching their YouTube videos and their content, definitely like Black Ops Two because like I remember like one day like we were I was just sitting in at school with my friends and they were like. They're like, dude, my friend just got, my brother got trickshotted by this dude in phase. And I was like, what's phase? Yeah. And he like told me and I was like, oh shit. Okay. So then I went home, fucking threw my backpack at the wall. And I was like, phase. What's phase? <laughs> what, what is phase? And they were, and I looked it up and it, it, it was a recommended video of like, uh, it was phase, uh, apex and phase adapt. And they were doing like, uh, a MW2 like trickshotting video. And I watched it. And I was like, damn, because like at the time, all all I ever played in pubs was like SD. I was like an SD kid. Yeah. Or like hardpoint or stuff like that. And like, and I saw that and I was like, oh shit. And then I was like, dude, could I do that? And then I tried it and I was like, this ain't for me, but I'll keep watching. <laughs> See, then, I would like, fuck around with trick shots a little bit, but like I always really liked uh Zer Grizz because he would just throw that shit in like it was so in the moment, spur of the spur of the moment, like decision to just be like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to 360. And right. it's like, there's so much randomness in that too. So it's like, yeah. I just like the way that he went about it. I will say phases editing though is. Yeah. That's some like, God tier montages. Yeah. And then you like, dude, and they have like the most bizarre name for their trick shots. You'd be like, bro, what did you just hit? Dude, I just hit like a ladder care package, fake untie my shoe. 360 hit the fucking shot? banana split ladder stall on the care package. Whoa! whoa. And like, you're what just the fuck? You're like, what the fuck is this guy on about? Yeah, you or you would crazy? have like like some of them would like name them after themselves, like they're like the fakie shot. Yeah, like I don't know. It was it's really cool looking back at it, and like I mean, I still wouldn't change anything. I still hate them back in the day, but <laughs> um, but no, I I do like phase. Like they are. Every, they they don't do anything wrong for the most part, right? Um. So going in uh to another question that I typically ask uh, in regards to optic, which I'd mm-hmm. like to hear your answer to both sides of this, is like right. what optic obviously is a really unique organization how they run and how they do everything. Um, what do you think makes Optic special versus other organizations? But then also, like, what do you think Phase does that makes right. Phase special? Yeah, for sure. So Optic, like, obviously, what makes them special is like, like you said, they stick to their roots. If, if Optic wants to do something, they're gonna do it. Like, they're not gonna beat around the bush or like do alternatives to it. Like, for example, like they wanted to really host an Optic major. Mm-hmm. obviously they were going to do it in mw but then COVID happened unfortunately and then cold war they they were doing most of the year in like COVID based and then like towards the end they were like okay you can come back in but you got to wear masks and like obviously the, they already had the major setup so hex couldn't really like you know figure something out but this year they're like you know COVID's slowing down people who don't have to wear masks people are getting vaccinated let's host a banger of an event yeah. And that's what they wanted to do. They they wanted to do this forever. They finally got the opportunity to do it and they did they did the most of it. It was a great event. I enjoyed going to Major 1 even though I didn't get the results that I wanted from my team. I think that was probably the best week that I've ever had in my entire I, life. I met so many cool people. I got to meet like tons of pros and it was just like awesome. 
I will say, like, as an optic fan, like, I mean, one, like, as you're saying, like, if, if they're going to do something, they, they do it right. Mm-hmm. But optic winning at their major after years of anticipation for like an, a real optic event was <clears> like, <throat> you can't make that shit up. Like, yeah. that was so good. Like, I even, I, I feel like everybody, like, every Call of Duty fan, I don't care who you support. Like, one, you know who Optic is. Like, you know that Optic has helped develop this scene so much, FaZe included, too. But, like, them winning their own event, it, oh, you can't write a better story. Yeah, for sure. And, like, that's, like, that's, like, go back to it. It's, like, Optic sticks with their people. Like, if you're on Optic, bro, you, like, almost, like, secured your, like, life being an optic mm-hmm. like a scum's been there since like black ops one or before or whatever like this kid like, um, was there when he was, like 13 or something he signed in yeah in black ops one i think towards the like middle of the year yeah and like and he's been there ever since like hex is obviously he's always going to be there because he's the owner and like but like karma you know stuff like that and obviously they 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 um well, not so much scump or karma pretty much but like formally he's gone to other teams and stuff yeah but, like you know formal as optic formal. One one you thing know, that I really like is you know the the real optic fans like not the ones that are dickheads on Twitter. But like like I anyone basically if you come through optic whether you stay or you end up somewhere else like optic fans are still going to like you unless you really screw something up. But it's like RC's like RC's is my dude. Like dude the time that he spent on the Huntsman like he's my dude. Octane, love Octane. Clayster, like freaking mm-hmm. Krim. Like anyone that's be- that's ever been part of Optic, it's like there's a small part of you that's always gonna be in Optic's corner. Envoy, like yeah, that's something I, I feel like not a lot of fan bases in sports, like as a whole, mm-hmm. like not a lot of fan bases are like mm-hmm. that. Right, and like like especially when Alec was on Huntsman. Uh, that's like for sure, like what kind of like made me like branch out from like because I liked Phase obviously because Selium Simpa Beezy. Yeah. I didn't really care for Major Maniac or Priesta, you know, whatever. But like Alec was on Huntsman, and I was like, damn, okay, like he he's got some good people around him. Obviously, I wish they would have you know got did better at champs, but like still at the end of the day, like I was like that's when I was kind of like a you could say like an optic fan was because like Alec was obviously on the team. And then, like, obviously, I'm just going to follow him wherever he goes, but I'm still going to like FaZe. And so I definitely felt like when he was on Huntsman, like, that was a good, that was a good team. Yeah. Like, Huntsman, it's it's unfortunate that they didn't place better throughout the year. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're a pretty, pretty solid roster. They were for sure. And I will Honestly, say, like, I, I was lost, telling this to my stuff. girl when I was, like, explaining, like, phase, like, we were watching the Optic versus FaZe for Major 1. I was like, even mm-hmm. though Dallas won champs for MW19, like, I think FaZe was still the best team that year. Like, FaZe yeah. ran that shit and made every mm-hmm. team adapt to their game. Dallas just showed up at the end. Like, yeah. Dallas, they were, Empire was good all year, but I feel like MW19, like, that FaZe fucking owned that game. Yeah. Um. So, phase wise, like, what do you think FaZe is doing that's making them special as an organization obviously oh. they're the like i said the biggest following yeah. in in esports yeah i mean they're they're doing everything like i mean they're winning they're winning tournaments in csgo still they're winning tournaments in valorant um obviously unfortunately call of duty this year not not yet but uh like rocket league uh stuff like that and like fate when you think of organizations in esports you think of phase and optic and you literally can't have phase without optic and you can't have optic without phase. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. those two literally like just carried all of esports for like the past, like whatever years you want to say. And like what phase does too, is like, they are literally like, they were Fortnite before Fortnite. You know what I'm saying? They're collabing with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like the phase has like collabs with lyrical lemonade. Uh, like they, they, they's got their own stuff in like FIFA. Like they got their own like soccer kit in FIFA. They got really? Yeah, they got their own stuff and like um they had they had a couple Fortnite skins, but obviously none cool ones or I would have bought it, you know. But they got like stuff in Rocket League. They got like they got so much like phases everywhere. Like like you said, it's a worldwide entertainment organization. And like 
the collabs that they do and the clothing and the merch and just the stuff that they do like merch wise is just phenomenal same with optic optic does that good too but like phase just takes it like another step i guess because they get bigger brands to connect with them yeah well it's like and you're you're seeing that from like 100 thieves as well like there was the was 100 thieves uh was 100 thieves and gucci that did um, yeah yeah yeah, it was, yeah i think yeah. it was it was it was a big yeah, Gucci, yeah yeah so it's like that's one thing that i feel like optic probably could do but their focus it's not like phase and hundred thieves focus is apparel i mean for hundred thieves it is they are an apparel company first mm-hmm. but optic like it's like they almost sell merch and like apparel and stuff as like mm-hmm. just something to do, but right. it's not necessarily like any particular focus. Right. Like, but I feel like size wise, like they have the influence to collab with bigger brands and bigger creators. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's also one of the things like comes back down to like keeping it that core. And it's like, even like Matt, right? Like Matt's been working for Hex for like three years now and producing content, editing and, and everything. He just now actually earned the optic title. Like you can work for the people in the organization and work for optic and not be a part of optic. Like Mm -hmm. they've done a good job of keeping that like title. So elusive. Mm -hmm. And like, I would say phase has done a pretty good job of that too. The, one of the differences would be the way that they do like the phase recruits or whatever. Yeah. Um, Phase one, phase hundred. Yeah. Like they, they have a, a way in that's like very linear Versus mm-hmm. like optic, like the only way in is basically like you got to be a unique creator that's obviously doing really well and growing your own brand. But like there, there's nothing that says, oh, if you build your brand this way, all of a sudden you'll be contacted by optic. Right. It's like fucking. There's no tutorial how to join. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's both organizations have done a good job. Like I said, I think somebody had to do what FaZe did. And I'm glad it wasn't optic, even mm-hmm. if it means optic technically has a smaller following. I mean, that's fine too. I mean, like honestly, like you know, yeah. I mean, um, optic, like, like I said, optic and phase are really big. So, so one thing I ask uh, all the guests on here is like their favorite all-time member of optic and their favorite current member of optic. I'll let you mm-hmm. answer that, but for phase, uh, right, I mean, and I it can, can be closer. like anybody in the organization too. Not it doesn't have to be like a pro player. Like okay. technically, you could fucking say Snoop Dogg at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like, I, I mean, someone yeah. that's currently on phase and then all time, which granted, all time's probably also still currently on phase because nobody leaves that org. Yeah, that's true too. Um, all time would probably have to be either like Phase Jev or like Rain. Okay. Yeah. So fucking those, those legends. Guys, yeah, like Rain or Jev, those guys really. I haven't really watched Jev recently, but like that's just because I like. Kind of I've just, actually like, been watch watching like a surprising amount. Like I never really watched Jev, but he keeps mm-hmm. popping up on my recommended, and I'm like, I feel like I have to. Like, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like Jev, Jev for sure, because he he was just funny as shit, dude. <laughs> like he, dude, especially like like when he would just do the cut commentaries or whatever. Like those were hilarious. And then Rain, like Rain, is the one who really like got me fully into like watching like the trick shotting stuff and stuff like that because he he was he was a good trick shotter back in the day too obviously he has like other stuff going on now and like i'm glad that like you know the stuff that he has going on he's like surpassed and he's getting better at mm-hmm. um like with his personal issues and stuff and his mental health that's good for him i'm glad that he's finally doing good now and then like obviously my favorite current member has to be like anyone on the atlanta phase roster yeah uh but if i had to pick one it'd probably be our city yeah know? i figured <laughs> I, that, yeah. that's big bro for you like mm-hmm. Um, he's my dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I can't argue with those. I mean, <clears throat> if if I were to pick my favorite current in all times for phase, I mean, I Pomage would be in there. Um, oh, yeah, and then, hmm, probably. I want to say temper, but like when I ask this question in regards to optic, I always say you can't say hex because without him, there is no optic. Right. So I feel like that same rule would have to apply for phase, meaning I can't say temper. Right. So I would probably go with like homage and fuck. I don't know. 
maybe <laughs> I I don't know. I had no idea. I mean, I guess I could pick a pro play. Like, a lot of pro players have been on so many different rosters, like Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I'd pick. I'll go with uh fakie. Okay. I'll just throw out a random fucking old old school yeah, dude. dude. And optic uh, for sure. I can like optic like for me honestly because like I said like I was I like them too. All time definitely formal. Current member probably scump as a creator, not as a pro player. Okay, I would say I feel like current Shotzi's up there for me right now. He just his movement alone is crazy. But mine mine mm-hmm. are always going to be big timer Karma and D treats. Um, D treats is my favorite all time sniper of all time. Um, so, uh, we, we said that you've been to an event, you've been to major one, you said it's your first and only call of duty event. What other events have you been to? Cause Um, I've only been to call of duty events. Right. So, uh, like call of duty events as in like official events, like CDL events, stuff like that. But like, I've been to like, I went to three uh cold war lands last year all in chicago uh at scrim center uh, okay i obviously yeah i didn't perform very well but i was the best player on my team you know what i'm saying hey. <laughs> yeah but no uh like other events like that uh, i've been to um there was a local here a couple years ago um i can't remember what game it was for i think it was i think it was either halo or rainbow six but that was pretty cool um see i don't have like any local like I, we, I, we, we I feel like the most either. local thing for me would probably be something in Sacramento, but even that's like two and a half hours away. Oh yeah, fuck that. Like, yeah. And, I mean, sporting events. I've been to sporting events. Yeah, like I've been to. I mean, even sporting events. I haven't been to too many. I've been to like two baseball games. I've been to a football game. I played on the Raiders field. Oh hell yeah! Like back when was that? That would have been like two thousand nine, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Like I went and watched the Raiders Bengals game, and then we scrimmaged on their field after the game. There's something oh, yeah. to do with some sort of like football fundraiser. I'm not even nice. a Raiders fan, but like it's still cool to be able to say like I've played football on an NFL field. Right. Yeah, that's how it was for me. Like I've been to I've been to like a handful of uh, baseball games. Um, I've been to like two football games. Obviously, you know me being in Detroit, um, there, there's not much happiness in our sports. <laughs> uh, I went to a Lions game, and I think. Dude, we lost to the fucking Vikings. I don't know what we're doing here. Okay, yeah, like what are we? Yeah, doing? the the Lions aren't the best org. No. <laughs> no, no, poverty franchise. Okay, let me tell you something. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I went to a Red Wings game and we got to uh, skate on the ice. Never done that again. That's kind of cool though. Yeah, I almost died, bro. You ever see a fat man ice skate? Nah, bro. It ain't happening. That's nah. kind of cool though. Like it's it's cool to be able to say that you've like been on a professional whatever field ice court like whatever sport mm-hmm. um all right so if you could join phase or be mm-hmm. involved uh with phase in any way shape or form what would it be or mm-hmm. why we're talking pro player content creator right. fucking camera guy coach like yeah so for sure obviously my 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 standard answer is going to be a pro player why because i love competing i love the competitive aspect of any game i play i'm a very competitive person like dude we could we could literally play like scrabble and i'll literally like just shit talk you the whole time yeah that's how i am yeah and my buddy was roasting me yesterday he's like dude if there was fucking ranked minecraft like you'd play that like it's like yeah, any t- if there's a ranked mode in the game, you're playing it. I'm like, I I'm I'm literally juicing that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just I like ranked modes. Yeah, dude. It makes, it, it, it's like it, it, you know, it it, it 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 separates the boys from the men, you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like pro player, obviously standard, but like, dude, anything, anything that like if FaZe came up to me and they were like, yo, you want to be our our team shoe tire? Yeah, sure. I I will go around and tie everyone's shoes. Like I'll do the bare minimum for just to join. That's funny as shit. Cause at, I think this was at uh, major. I mean, no, I think it was champs. I think it was cold war champs. I was asking, um, I was basically doing like the brick by brick podcast, but like live and Mm -hmm. like pulling people aside for a couple minutes for like rapid fire. Mm -hmm. And some dude was like from Mexico 
had like traveled up to go to the fucking COD champs, just mm-hmm. wanted to meet like Hex. And he's like, I don't care. Like I would do anything. Like if they needed someone to fucking mop the Hex quarters and like shine shoes, I would do that. Mm-hmm. And I was in my head while you were answering, I was like, the best answer I've heard is like fucking shoe shiner. And then you hit me with fucking, I'll tie shoes. <laughs> yeah. I'll literally, I'll literally be a professional shoe shiner, bro. I don't care. But like literally like you want, you want double knot, you want the rabbit to go like under the dude, hole, right, like right, how you want this right. shit tied. You want you want me to you relace those up like, up like, like yeah. yeah, like you know, <laughs> like SpongeBob taught me how to do it, bro. I'm I'm on top of it. On God. <laughs> yeah, but like I, like pro player obviously, but content creator would also be a nice dream too. Cause I feel like content creator, my longevity is unstoppable. Yeah. And like pro player, obviously you're gonna have to, you know. I mean, I feel people. like I feel like the smart answer is pro player. Because, like, okay, if we're assuming that when you say pro player, you get the skills to play professionally. Because, like, mm-hmm. I could want to be a pro player all day. I don't got the skills to do it. But if the skills right. come with the fantasy, I feel like pro player is the smart answer. Because then you get to compete professionally. Maybe you win a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. but, like, at the end of the day, you get to compete professionally. And, like, simply by competing, people are going to know who you are. And it just makes it that much easier to transition into content when you're done. I would- Yes, I was just going to say that. That's I'm so glad that you said that. Yes. Like, okay. it's, I I mean, it's not like it's easier to be a pro player, right? But like, it's really hard to build an audience when nobody knows who you are, versus like simp. Like a lot of the phase guys, really, they don't really make content, right? But it's like if they wanted to, like fucking anybody would go watch simp play. He's gonna go down as you know a top three and arguably number one player in call of duty of all time yeah and like that, people and are gonna fucking built, watch that right and he he definitely built like a good stepping stone for him because this kid bro you know you're good when the league is literally just waiting for your birthday like the cwl was literally just waiting for this kid simp to turn 18 bro yeah so they could sign him like he was on united cadets with him illy uh turn up too easy and someone else and I think Celia maybe or Turn Up Too Easy is a pretty sick name. Yeah, and um, it was them are on EU cadets or whatever in World War Two IW and stuff like that. And like literally, like Simp would literally like you you just if if you were going to a land and you knew Simp was going, you know you're not getting first. Yeah, you know you're getting like maybe like if you have to play him, oh you're getting dead last. But if you like, you know, somehow survive through the bracket and if then you, you if play you can get out, to grand finals, yeah, the, you're you losing know, to you, Simp. You, yeah, right. But like this, uh, my buddy, he uh, he went to a land in New Jersey for World War II, and it was a land that Simp won. And like he was telling me, like people would just like walk up to him and like 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 he was super cool guy, and he would just walk up to him and they would handshake him and stuff like that. But then like he would go and do his business and then just walk, you know, walk out. Yeah. See, that was, like, what was cool about events way back in the day. Because, like, my first event was Anaheim 2013. My second event was Anaheim 2019. But, like, Mm -hmm. 2013, like, the way that they had, like, the open bracket tables and everything set up, like, it was cool because you would see these players that weren't quite at the pro level. They didn't have, like, a name for themselves. But all of a sudden, you would see, like, little crowds start gravitating around certain tables. And it's like, these are basically nobody's. And like at this tournament, they made the name for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, oh, who the fuck is this guy? Like, this guy's yeah, popping I, off. Like, he is running through this open bracket. And then, like, you know, fast forward a year or so, or maybe even later in that same year, you see like him start screaming with pro players and like people mm-hmm. start testing him out. It was mm-hmm. just a fucking cool to like watch that happen. Yeah. I can personally say that is a good comparison to how I kind of was. Because before, like, all this, like, Twitter stuff that I did, bro, I was a nobody. I was literally just a kid that, like, streamed and, like, played video games. And just I was just, like, that yeah. cool kid. But then, like, I, I was, like, and then I started competing in Call of Duty. Started getting, I get, I'm not even, like, known, I guess. But I, I got a little clout. You I know, feel like little, you have a little bit of a following. Like I, I'd say so. And I like, mean, for considering you've only really been doing this for a couple of years. Yeah. Like, you've done a pretty good job. Because, like, how many Twitter I, followers do you have? I think I'm at like 15 something. I'm at 1530. 1530. Yeah. Like that's decent. And then like for Twitch, what do you got? Like Cause you actually stream like a decent amount. 592. You lost one. Shame yeah. on you. Uh, darn. But like, that's pretty darn. solid. Cause like, 
do you make any other content besides streaming? Like, do you make YouTube videos or like TikToks? I, or anything? I, I, I used to, but nah, it's just, I, my main platform is Twitter and then Twitch. Yeah. See, like, that's what, like, those numbers are pretty high considering you're not really doing it like the right way. Yeah. I like guess, you're not yeah. putting in maximum effort to really get your name out there. It's hard like, to when you work a full-time job. Yeah. So. Like obviously time and everything, like, it is hard, but it's like, mm. you're, you've done a pretty good job in the few years that you've been doing this. I'd say so. And like, for sure, like I said, like me going to this, <clears throat> cause I went to, uh, I was playing in cold war or whatever. And these dudes offered to like, literally just like pay my entry for this land. All I had to do was get to Chicago. All I had to do was fr- drive from Detroit to Chicago and they'll do, they'll pay how far of a drive is that? Like three or four hours. <laughs> the fuck out yeah. of here. <laughs> it's it's why because like i've lived in california my whole life like it's the fucking third largest state in the fucking country like and i was born in anaheim mm. i wonder how far how, how long of a drive it takes me to get to anaheim like what like six hours eight and a half. Oh heck no fuck that like like that seems normal to me mm-hmm. and then i talked to fucking pretty much anyone in any other state that's like not texas and like, if you were to drive nine hours in one direction, you're like fucking three states away. Yeah, forced it. Like you've literally, you're in a different world. Yeah, literally. And like, and me going to that land, fucking three hours. Um, no one knows. That just no gets me from here to fucking the capital. Right. <laughs> and like, I literally like, and I like, I'm a pretty nice guy. I'd say, like, obviously, when I'm competing, I'm gonna be like your worst enemy. Yeah. But when I'm just walking around and stuff like that, like, I'm a pretty nice guy. So, oh, you're like, super chill. I appreciate it. And I was 17 at this time, right? I haven't even turned 18 yet. I was 17. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm, I go to this land center and these dudes have been doing this for like ever, I'm assuming, because they're, they're a pretty, there are a couple known people there. Like, uh, Conwa, he was there. He's a, he's a, he's a top like 16 challenger player and like other people like that. And I'm just walking around. I'm like, yo, what's up? I'm banned. And I'm like walking around. And that's where I kind of like blew up my following because I walked in that land with like 700 followers. Yeah. Maybe. And those followers, I have no idea how I got those, to be honest with you. I guess people just followed my account. Well, it's like, I, I mean, definitely, like, when you go, even if you're not competing, if you just go to an event, like, yeah. you just meet people, your following goes up a little bit. I mm-hmm. imagine if you're competing and, and you're actually good, it's mm-hmm. almost easier. Because, oh, like, then, like, you're super casuals that are just kind of there to, like, watch and shit. Like, Mm -hmm. in their head, they might be looking at it as, like, yo, this guy might be, like, the next something. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're actually, like, an elite player, it's like, yo, this Mm -hmm. guy might be the next fucking RCDs. And I literally walked around. (laughs) Dude, I was praying. I literally, like, walked around. 700 might be a stretch. It might have been lower than that. But I literally, like, just walked around and just got, like, a follow-up from everyone at the event. And you're you're talking, like, it's a decent-sized event. You're guaranteed, like, at least 200 followers. Yeah. So, like, I'm walking around there and stuff like that. And then... I had my, it's not even like a famous clip, but I had my three piece where I got to win the game and I just stand up and I start screaming. And then they were like, oh shit, like this kid's loud. And I feel like that's where I get most of my attention from is because I'm a loud, entertaining person. Yeah. Like, like you're, and you were talking about like how the crowds like move over to the table. My second land that I went to with my friends, like we're, we're scrimming. This is scrims the day before the event and like obviously i'm a passionate player when it comes to competitive so you're probably fucking loud in scrims too dude we're, we're literally <laughs> we're literally the day before the event starts we're literally scrimming and i'm just sitting there i'm like these kids fucking suck see we got, i like, if i can like i i mean you can you hear it when i'm fucking cheering for optic like i am a loud very passionate fan mm-hmm. if i was competing oh dude dude i would be in some fucking faces but like I'm also, I think I'm a really nice guy and like super down to earth and easy to talk to. But like when you're in that like tunnel vision, basically, Ew. dude, I, I like the only reason I really want to be a pro is to be able to fucking yell at people and oh, like dude. and back it up. Like that's the only reason why I haven't like stopped competing, dude. It's like, uh, obviously like I'm still young, but like it's like like I could definitely do other stuff than compete. But I just love like especially when people yell at me before the the game is over it just actually just like just hits a well that's what like level. for me like the, one of the number one things i just miss in call of duty is like persistent game lobbies because like i'd be talking shit in the game lobby and then like you run it up and then maybe you win maybe you lose but like you talk shit in the game lobby again and then you play the same players 
Like even that, it's like a scaled down version of what you'd be getting at a LAN. Dude. But I'm like, I got to let them know. Right. If you've never been to a LAN, like anyone, anyone like watching or like anyone that you talk to, I recommend going to at least one LAN. You don't even have to play. Dude, dude, I near your house, dude. Just go sit there and just if, watch. If there were local events, and like maybe there are, maybe I just haven't done a good job researching them. But also, I was trying to compete, fucking back between Black Ops Two and like AW. Yeah. And but like, oh man, if I would have gone to some local events or something, even if it was down in like Sacramento, I would have been loud. Yeah, I would have been like, you get like a two piece, three piece. Get the fuck off of me! Yeah, and like, like, dude, like, like my favorite scump clip of all time is probably him bowing down, and I know he hates oh, that yeah. clip, yeah. but it's such a good clip. And like, who's the best in the game? Yes, dude, and that, like, dude, that, and that's dude, and that's when my, and my team and and my teammates love like when I get hype and stuff, and I do too. But bro, the voice is chalked after oh, that. Oh yeah. Dude. Like my one clip, I think it was it was my third and final land that I went to in Cold War. Um, these dudes, the whole series, bro, talking that big shit. They were yelling at us, talking shit, and the, the series wasn't over. And then we won. And that's when you go tunnel vision and you just stand up and you start. I dude, that's, I got that's when Ax pushes nade shot. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And then it was like, whoa! I gotta show you the clip after that. Like literally, yeah, it's I like literally, that. Oh, fuck, what was dude. like? Remember a couple months ago, there was that one clip that like. Super blew up. It was like a college match or something. And fuck, I don't remember the teams. It was like a collegiate, like, I think it was Call of Duty. And dude, these guys were going in. Like, if you saw the clip, you, you definitely have seen I think, it. I think, it I think went, it was, it was it, all it, over Twitter for a minute. Is it, is it when he called out the org owners for sending the people there? Yeah, he's like, You say I'm here to yeah, lose to yeah, me. That, yeah, that's Q-Pan. Yeah, that was that was AGN Florida, I believe, or something. Yeah, Q-Pan. That was Q-Pan, yeah. Hey, what's that? Yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait. Q-Pan? Yeah. I think I think his at is Q-Q-P-A-N-N underscore. Q-P-A-N-N-N? For something upstarts? Like Hold on. Wait a minute. This That was this dude? I follow this guy. I recognize him. Fucking. When? I think I've met him. I think I met him at two different events. I feel like I met him at fucking COD Champs 2019, and he was pretty cool. And then I met him again at, or maybe it was Anaheim 19 and Champs 2019 or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's your at? And I went <laughs> to fucking follow him, and like I was like, oh, oh, you're that guy. I already follow you. I could <laughs> be wrong. I could be thinking of someone else. Maybe, but no, yeah, his name, that's Cupan, yeah. No. That's all funny. Yeah, I've never I've never met him before, but I've I've seen him. He, he's he's pretty good. I think that's the guy I'm thinking of. I don't know. Anyways, um, so yeah, if you could join Phase Pro Player uh, slash content creator, fair answers. Pretty standard for most people I have on there is people want to be a pro player for Optic or content creator for Optic. Is the answers you usually hear? Um. If you want to answer this question for both Optic and Phase, feel free to. If you want to answer just for Phase, that's fine. But mm-hmm. what are your top three favorite moments in Phase history or mm-hmm. Optic history or both, however you want to answer it? Yeah, for sure. So, um, And again, we'll, we'll this is something it. that like like a, a moment in Phase history could be signing Snoop Dogg. Like it'd be right. anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick to the Phase one for this one. Uh, yeah. Obviously... Obviously, phase winning champs last year. That's probably my number one. Okay. Um, number two is probably when when they signed our cities. Okay. To the the roster, and number three is when the CS:GO team just won the major recently. See, I don't really. I haven't followed CS:GO since like. 60 50 and like scuff house csgo okay yeah that's when i I mostly just follow call of duty until optic signs a team and something else and then i follow Mm -hmm. that something else for a short time like i'll follow like optics like apex and rocket league team for like the next couple months and then i'll probably fall off halo Mm -hmm. is probably the next one that i actually follow a decent amount Mm -hmm. i actually take back my third answer my third best moment is when phase reverse sweeped optic in world war two 
when attached ran through his own <laughs> artillery. Okay, that's acceptable because, like, I mean, I've I've used this segment throughout the entire podcast as mm-hmm. ways to just like call back big moments in optic history. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, 2017, like winning champs, like that's yeah, a big no. one. Obviously, that's like probably going to be everyone's number one. Um, like Dashie's five piece is just an insane clip in Black Ops Four. But like, because you're on here, I'll say two of my favorite optic moments oh, are yeah, Black Ops Four reverse sweep and major one reverse sweep yeah. and not just major one reverse sweep, but like the dominance in S and D in that game five. Yes. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll say that those are special for you. Um, if you can meet, obviously you've met like a decent amount of pros and stuff. Um, but if you could meet one person in phase, who would it be? And does your answer change if you actually get to like hang out with them for a day versus just like a meet and greet? Yeah. So, ah, oh man, honestly, cause I've already met, like I've met everyone in Atlanta phase, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so like, they're obviously off the board for the answer, but like, I, other than that, like for a phase member to meet, Dude, probably Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh, fuck, actually, geez. I know I've been saying it a lot, but I, for some reason, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't really, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Snoop do you Dogg have any probably. other options? <laughs> like, uh, it's Snoop. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, that'd be cool. Yeah, see, because mine are always like, like Big T, again, he's one of my favorites of all time. Um, I don't know if hanging out with him for a day would be super fun. But I haven't met him, so he's on my list of like I'd like to just meet him. Mm-hmm. But if I actually had to like hang out with someone, it'd probably be Hex. Like hang out with the dogs and everything. Like watch movies, bullshit. Like yeah. I mean, I've I, which is odd because I've actually met Hex the most. Mm-hmm. I met him in twenty at Anaheim thirteen. I think I met him at Anaheim. Like I've got like four or five pictures with him. I've met him at almost every event. Mm-hmm. And then I had the the sit down like interview with him. So I'm like I'm over just meeting him. But I'd still want to hang out with them for a day. Yeah, right, right, right. Like hang out with all the dogs, Henry, fucking, yeah. Even like Jude and, I mean, and stuff, like. Yeah, and for like optic, like Loki, I definitely would like, cause dude, I was so upset at Major One. So I was in the ho- I was in the hotel, like uh, talking to like all the phase members, and Formal was outside waiting for his Uber, and I, dude, the whole time was I this was there, uh, I was like, Sunday night? Yeah. Yeah. The whole time I was there, dude, I was like, dude, I want to meet Formal. Like, I love Formal. He's so funny. He's awesome. And then I was talking to the phase members, and Connor came in, Galaxy. Yeah. He came in. He was like, dude, Formal was just outside. I was like, is he still out there? He's like, no. I was like, bro. That would be the one optic member I'd want to meet and hang out with, would See, be Formal. Someone else I'd really like to meet would be TP, actually. I really like TP. Like, he, to me, he's like one of the most perfect examples of like how to represent optic. Like, oh, well, now that you say that, like, I like, changed my whole phase answer. Who? I'd love to hang out with Zuma. Oh, shit. Actually, that's a good one, too. You can meet Snoop Dogg and you can hang out with Zuma. Yeah. That's, that's that. why, like, I added the hang out part because I started mm-hmm. thinking about it for myself and I was like, it does change. Just because, like, yeah. I feel like Big T's just looking at stock charts all day. Like, that don't seem like yeah. a lot of fun. It seems like I can yeah. learn a lot. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't seem fun. Yeah, uh, and it's cool because you hear a lot of different answers. Because like people like TST, people really like TST. Obviously, like um, yeah. people really like Maniac. Like Maniac's definitely not one of my favorites, but like he definitely has a huge uh, following. So I don't know. It's I've throughout the podcast I've switched up certain questions a little bit. So I don't know. It's cool. It's fun. Um, do you have, this would actually be interesting because I don't follow phase content super closely. Um, I ask this sometimes, sometimes I don't, but like a favorite series that optic has done. So -hmm. like optic has done, you know, they had like Mexicandy, they had like smooth comp they have right now. They've been doing the, like what's in the box videos Mm -hmm. and stuff. There's like optic trivia. Um, obviously there's the process and like vision. It's like, there's Mm -hmm. a handful of different series and stuff that they've done. What's like a favorite series that that you like of Phase? 
And like, is there any series that they used to do and they don't anymore that you'd like to see brought back? Like for Optic, like that'd probably be Smooth Comp would be most people's answer. Yeah. So for Phase, uh, they kind of have like a, a like a similar thing now, but unfazed, obviously. Yeah, that it's like their awesome. version of like the process, yeah, kind of. Yeah, that was very entertaining to watch, and I wish they did it more. Uh, obviously, I know I know why that they don't do it any that they stopped unfazed. I don't know if I'm allowed to say, so I'm not going to. Yep. But they stopped it for a reason. But another um another series that I like face content wise was like uh when they did like the phase versus a team trick shotting like stuff. And okay. The where, yeah. They would like it, like Black Ops Two definitely like Blaziken in them. They would like go into private matches and it'd be like Phase versus like another org, and they would just trick shot and whoever hit the most trick shots would win. Yeah, like Phase versus that, Soar, Phase yeah. versus like Obey or some of these older yeah. clans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, because like for Phase stuff, like I've watched, like I've watched independent videos and mm-hmm. stuff. Like there's um. Fuck what? What's his name? I I watched a shitload of him in Black Ops Four. Actually, he's a sniper. He's I mean that's super broad. Um, I want to say his name started with like a T or something, but he was like nasty, like super nasty in Black Ops Four. Um, Eco, I think so. I think so. That sounds familiar. But, know. like, I've watched, like, a lot of videos like that, but, like, I'd say the only phase, like, series I've ever watched was, like, again, either independent series, like, mm-hmm. Pomage 1v1-ing, you know, somebody. Like, he's had a handful of, like, 1v1 series he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Ilkams is really good. Like, their entire montage yeah. series is fucking nasty. Ilkams is nasty. And, like, I mean, I, I could go as far as to say, like, Pomage's Catalyst. Um, yeah. Like, that's an independent series. Um, so, uh, one thing that I mentioned I wanted to talk about and we can roll into it now is obviously phase has been super dominant the first two years. Um, and now year three, it's not that they've fallen off, but it definitely seems like they are struggling more than expected. Um, and part of that could be because, you know, competitions rising, people are getting better. Um, rosters have changed. Uh, phase is not really changed the roster. Um, so maybe teams are just forming in ways that combat phase better. I yeah. think that it comes from the players just not enjoying the game a ton and therefore not putting the time in. And then you get into this weird thing where it's like, maybe you're not putting the time in and then you're not seeing the results and then you don't see the results. So you don't enjoy the games. So then you continue to not put the time in. And you end up in this little cycle. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that entire situation? Like, what do you think's the reason that phases struggle a little yeah. bit more than expected this year? Yeah. So this is going to be like a very like raw opinion. Um, definitely looking at MW. Uh, like like I said, like it was either Phase, Huntsman, or Empire. And like like you said, in your opinion, like Phase was more dominant in MW, and that's fine too. Obviously, it's five v five, so it's a little different. Yeah. Um, true. But then going into Cold War, like FaZe was literally the best team. And that's and a and a lot of teams are doing what a lot of teams this year are doing what they should have done last year. A lot of teams in Cold War, like they, their goal was to beat FaZe. Like when Optic beat FaZe in major five qualifiers, they literally acted like they won champs. And like that's no offense to any like them yeah. at all. But, kind of but the like, wrong mindset though. Right. But that's the thing is like Teams were so hell bent on trying to beat FaZe. Like they were they were making roster changes to try to compete with FaZe. And FaZe was so dominant during Cold War. And I feel like the reason they're struggling now, there's multiple, there's multiple reasons. But I think the number one reasoning is, in my opinion, is that this game literally doesn't require any smarts. True. FaZe is such a smart structured team, and that's why they were so dominant in Cold War because Cold War, you could get a th- three or four man wipe, and then you can breathe for a couple seconds and set up and hold angles and stuff like that. But Vanguard, you're always moving. You don't, you can't breathe. It's constant comms. You never get a chance to stop and move. And like the ARs are getting into more interactive fights because of how fast the game is being played. Mm-hmm. More that if you look at like Cold War or Modern Warfare. Like the ARs got to play an AR because they're playing slower and holding crosses. Yeah. And then um and then um with like like I said, like Vanguard, I feel like FaZe is trying to play too smart. 
and that's where they're messing up is teams are literally just like flying at them and just outmaneuvering them because FaZe is trying to play too structured and too smart this year for a game that doesn't require any smarts. Okay. See, because like one thing that I, I mean, I agree. Like, I think a lot of teams, instead of focusing on being the best team they can, they were focusing on how to beat FaZe. Yeah. Um, one team that I highly respect for not doing that a ton in MW was Rocker. Like to me, Rocker was the only team that could actually con- like, even though they didn't necessarily beat Phase, they're the only team that was able to kind of control Phase a little bit. Like yeah. every team was trying, like you said, like they were making roster changes. They were trying to do everything to try to meet and like match Phase's pacing. And Rocker was the only team that was like, "No, you're going to play at our pace." Yeah. And like they forced Phase to adapt, but like it's still Phase. They're still super dominant, so they ended up beating Rocker pretty much every time. But yeah. like I respected Rocker for not playing Phase's game. And yeah. to be fair, Rocker did that with almost every team that year. Like Rocker's like, no, you're fucking playing our game. Yeah. Um, Cold War. I mean, yeah, the switch to four v four changes things a little bit, makes it a little bit more traditional, and that alone has like a weird impact on the game. Vanguard, I really yeah. haven't watched enough to like look at it strategically, but mm-hmm. I will say it is a super fast paced game and the time to kill is so fast too that like I don't, everything about it is weird and puts you in these situations, like you said, where like you never really get a moment to breathe and set up. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons we see fucking Shotzi doing so good this year mm-hmm. is like Shotzi is a player that actually benefits from that because he's able to just basically like not even think and just fucking go mm-hmm. and like it works for him simp i always looked at the tiny terrors as players that would do that too maybe i was looking at them wrong maybe they're more strategic than i thought yeah but like i've always looked at the tiny terrors as these two players that can just fucking fly and do shit yeah Definitely, I'm I'm glad to see that like Phase is definitely like stepping it up a lot better than they were. Like Major One, they were like we thought that like they were really good, and but then like after they lost to Optic, obviously they kind of went like towns like toward the downward spiral, mm-hmm. and then they brought it back up, and it was just like a big wave of like up and downs. But I'm so happy to see that like Simp and Abizi, like you know being able to like show like you know their prime skill level, and they're they're start they're starting to play very well, and like, yeah. so, and Phase is starting to like become like almost like not final but they're starting to get to the place where they should have been all year they're, yeah which and they're they they're sh- finally looking like a team that you can compete against instead yeah. of like it's either you get three owed or you're getting reverse and, and if like, anything like i mean that's good timing right like you want to start hitting peak yeah. form around the last major and champs mm-hmm. ideally um that's almost like the op, op opposite of like what Optic has done in the past, where it's like I feel like they usually come out really hot, and I feel like and historically in Call of Duty they've always been the best looking team up until or right after the first tournament, and then it's like they hit a, almost like hit a wall, and other teams like start to adapt, yeah. and then they kind of ramp back up right around champs, but it's like obviously never enough except for IW. Yeah. But it's like, I feel like historically, Optic has always looked definitely the best at the beginning of a game. Yeah, for sure. Like, so, uh, I don't yeah. know. It'll be an interesting, like, I mean, you have major what major four qualifiers going on right now, right? Yeah, this is week two. I think they have two more weeks or one more week or whatever. And then you have and champs. Then, Are you yeah, going to champs? No, they, yeah, I'm going to champs, yeah. Same? Yep. Yeah, I'm I, buying I, my I got my tickets. tickets. Yeah, I'm buying my plane ticket tonight. Uh yeah, I got to look at plane tickets and car rental. Mm-hmm. But it, I my aunt lives like thirty minutes away from USC, so okay. I get to save cost there. That's good. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. The girl's going. Like I said, I'm teaching her Call of Duty over the next like week or so, just so she kind of knows what's going on. Hell yeah. Um, I. I'm a little concerned with it being at USC because that's where Cold War Champs was. And mm-hmm. I don't know how much of the rules they had in place were because of COVID or because of the venue mm-hmm. or because of the league. I don't think it's because right. of the league, just seeing how other events this year have been handled. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, okay, was it because of COVID or because of the venue? And I'm hoping it was because of COVID. Oh, uh, like what rules? Like, like they were being super fucking weird about just like even like the cameras you could bring in. 
Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't let me bring in my G7 with a kit lens. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, your lens is longer than three inches, and I'd fucking just zoom it all the way out so it shrinks. And they're like, okay, you're good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I came in here ten minutes ago, and like that security guard right there commented about having the same microphone on his camera, and now you're not gonna let me bring it in. Like I've already been in here with it. Like they were just being super weird about it, and it, and then as far as like sponsor booths and shit that were set up like obviously mm-hmm. you were a major one they had like the aim labs booths they had the two tables set up for um just like being able to play vanguard and stuff they had obviously yeah. tst did an incredible job like hosting that but like yeah. there was shit to do it champs for cold war there was a scuff booth where like all you could do is like buy a scuff like there was yeah. no participation events like there was n- Rocker was probably actually doing the most because they were bringing Rocker fans out and making content with them, like for the Rocker channel, which was cool. Yeah. Did they have a? Did they have like merch there at Champs? Like, nope. No. Like they didn't have a shut. Like nothing. Granted, this was also, if you remember, right before Cold War Champs, the league lost a handful of sponsors too. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. So I don't know how much of that. Like there was just so many variables that I don't know exactly what was the cause. Right. But I'm hoping because it's at the exact same venue. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that there's better shit this year. Yeah, I'm hoping, dude. I'm hoping that phase does that pop up like they did last year. That would be cool. Dude, they I did do an LA Thieves pop up at mm-hmm. Cold War Champs, and that was kind of cool. Um, but I don't yeah, know. they did a phase one. I don't know where that where that was though. But if they do that, I'm going to that because that'll be cool. Yeah, the pop ups are always cool. Like they did a hundred thieves pop up at. Anaheim 2019. I actually have a uh, CWL Thieves jersey from 2019, so that's kind of cool. Because it was their first year in the uh, in Call of Duty, and then they skipped a year, and then they came back in. Uh, And then Phase did a pop up at Black Ops Four Champs. I think they did a pop-up. But I didn't really go to it because, like, I, again, I'm not really a right. FaZe fan. But I'm pretty right. sure at Black Ops 4 Champs, they did a, a pop-up. They did do something. It wasn't a pop-up or anything. It was just – I don't remember who it was. But it was one of the bigger creators in FaZe just showed up, and they had, like, the whole fucking crew and everything with them shooting content at Champs for uh, Cold War. Yeah, that was a nuke squad or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But like that's also like that's nothing the league's doing. That's just fucking phase doing a good right. job being an organization. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that this will be fun because uh, I was having like doubts, like building up to champs. I was like, you know, I, I said I wanted to go, but then I was like, I was like, my only doubts are the venue. Yeah, just because I mean, of that, my experience last time at that venue. Right. Well, I mean, I I the farthest state I've been to is Texas. So yeah, same. Now I'm going. Now I'm going to the farthest state dude i'll uh i'll uh hook you up with some tacos i got some i got some spots granted they're all from the venue they're probably 40 minutes away though so we'll figure it out yeah we'll figure it out um all right so wrapping things up one last thing unless there's anything you want to talk about before we wrap this up oh no i think we're been pretty good all right so one thing i do at the end of every episode is basically just like they do at the end of hot ones um, give you a chance to shout yourself out or anybody else, tell people where to follow you, what you're up to and all that sort of stuff. So go ahead and do that. And then we'll, uh, wrap it up. All right, for sure. Uh, well, most of my social medias are pretty much the same, uh, except for whoever took my Twitter at, I'm going to find you. Um, most of my ads are big body bands and then there's either underscore before or after. So you can find my Twitch at big body bands, Twitter, big body bands, underscore, uh, Instagram, big body bands, underscore, you know, you don't have to follow. You don't have to subscribe to my YouTube. I don't make content over there. But uh, you know, shout out. Uh, you know, you. Thank you for letting me come onto your podcast. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, some of the, some of the optic fans watching this will appreciate me more for my my level my level uh, opinions and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that's something uh, that stood out to me when I met you. Is like obviously you're a diehard phase fan, especially in that environment where you can like kind of not necessarily be yourself because it's not like you're not being yourself right now, but right. like where the competitive juices are flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was shocked when you were, uh, said you were like 18. Are you still, are you 19 now? I'm 19. Yeah. You I turned eight. 19 like two, three weeks ago. Okay. Happy, happy late birthday. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. yeah, I was shocked because you, you were really well composed. You were super chill down to earth and like, 
even though you were being super competitive and like talking shit, like you weren't letting it get out of hand like some people oh, do. Yeah. So, um, plus the the picture that we took in the full. Yeah. That's just, yeah. that's just a dope picture. That was a dope fit. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you everybody for listening or watching. Make sure you go follow him. Links to all his stuff in the description below. Um, also a link for one v one. Don't forget to check them out. Order yourself some performance gaming drinks. Try something new besides the uh, the bigger names that are out there. And uh, let me know what you guys think of them. And I will see you guys on next week's episode. Also, we teased this a little bit at the end of last episode. Hopefully by chance, I will have a special um, personal item. It's nothing to like give away or buy or anything, but it is really exciting for me. Um, it's a piece of apparel that when you guys see me wearing it, you will know because it is dope. I'll send you, I'll show you what it is right now afterwards too. Thank you guys right, again. Sure. See you guys on the next one. I'm out.